wherever you may be, this is your host, Bruce Ash, broadcasting from my underground bunker in Coronado, California, along with co-host... Eb Wilkinson. Coming to you live from the luxurious Wilkinson Wealth Management Studios, located in the KVOI Broadcast Complex in Tucson, Arizona, welcoming you to our annual Passings and Prognostications edition of Inside Track. Producer Tom also joins us running the board and taking your calls. Eb? Hey, Bruce and I want to remind you to please support our great sponsors, Tucson Iron and Metal Retail. Call Jamie or Craig at 209-1576. Corazon Cabinets, Joy and Allie at Corazon Cabinets at 488-2266. And Eric Rudin and his pros from Essential Pest Control. Call his team at 886-3029. Also supporting Inside Track is my broadcast partner, the aforementioned Mr. Wilkinson from Wilkinson Wealth Management. Eb can help you retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call for Eb on Tuesday at 777-1911. Eb and I support all of our great locally owned family-run businesses who support our show. So should you. Hey, as the Book of Life in 2022 is set to close out in about 11 hours, It's time once again for our Inside Track annual passings and prognostications show for this year. We'll try to remember as many notable lives as possible, and we've opened up a few new categories such as, well, we may not spend much time with many of those who've been widely written about in the media, but we'll talk about some people Bruce and I think you might be interested in to learn more about, and we use Wikipedia because it's so small d democratic just the names ages and backgrounds from around the world good or bad by date of death unlike most news sources the wiki list is far more extensive and a little kooky as we go through our list please call in to producer time at 520-790-2040 if you have a passing to add to our list provide a name to the producer and we'll add it to the show to start the list We'll get the deaths of some unsavory people out of the way to start our show's, uh, our today's show. Lowell Edwin Ames, who was put to death here in Arizona for killing his wife, mother-in-law, and all of his children. Triple threat. Say again? Triple threat. (laughs) Absolutely. Mobster Arnold Squiggy Squittari, a Gambino family member who amazingly died from natural causes. That is amazing. Texas cop killer C.W. Bunchin, 78, the oldest prisoner in this, this year to be executed in America. Clarence Dixon, after fighting over many years for his sentence to be commuted, he was the first Arizona prisoner executed in Arizona in over eight years. And from Scotland, serial killer Peter Tobin, who raped and killed at least 13 women, was executed by authorities there. It's strange that Scotland, I didn't think they had the death penalty, but thank God they do. <coughs> somewhat so. yeah, somewhat less unsavory than criminals are the media members and leaders who passed away this year, including newspaper editor uh, Mike Parks from the LA Times, Barry Sussman, and David Gerson from the Washington Post, the first African-American female weathercaster, Trudy Haynes, Washington Week TV host Ken Bodie, columnists including Mark Shields, TV, film and stage critic Terry Teachout from the Wall Street Journal, 1960s AP reporter Mike Cochran, who covered the JFK assassination and the Oswald murder. He was also a pallbearer at Lee Harvey Oswald's burial. NPR reporter Ann Gerald's, the professor John Clayton, He was the little gnome who reported on pro football for ESPN, who possessed an encyclopedic brain. Also making the list, Las Vegas Review-Journal reporter Jeff German, who was murdered by a local public official for digging up the corruption of a local county official and was murdered by him. His journalist partner Gary Martin was found dead in a hotel room three weeks later. Today's show co-host and NBC Space reporter Jim Hartz CBS News White House correspondent Bill Plant, CNN News Chief and Gulf War reporter Bernie Shaw, columnist, author, and satirist P.J. O'Rourke, and New York food critic and food author who developed the foodie genre, Gail Green, and just reported this morning, ABC and NBC TV host, anchor and master of the interview, Barbara Walters, dead at the age of 93. Authors who've written their final chapter this year include Baltimore Sun baseball writer and noted author of The Summer Game, Roger Angel, dead at 101, 
well-respected historian David McCullough, whose works on Truman, Adams, Grover Cleveland, the Wright brothers, and building the Panama Canal sold millions of books and led to the John Adams series on HBO, adventure writer Jack Higgins, author of the Manon Bradshaw detective series, Susie Steiner, cowboy poet and Arizona native Baxter Black, children's story writer Raymond Briggs, and illustrator Joy, uh, correction, Jill Pinkwater, wife of publishing partner with award-winning kids author Daniel Pinkwater. Late night radio will never be the same now that radio host Jim Bohannon has left this world to join Larry King and Art Bell. Michael Jackson was a friendly voice on KABC radio over three decades where he deftly interviewed thousands of guests with grace and dignity. Legal radio host Glenn Tillum, who created a radio genre, also passed in 2022. As well as the wisecracking Bernie McGurk, who was Don Imus's sidekick and foil, both on radio and TV for many years. Sportscaster and great storyteller Vin Scully joined Tommy Lasorda in Dodger heaven this summer. Major League Baseball's greatest voice for the game and Dodgers broadcaster for over 67 years when his voice was silenced after a short illness at age 94. I started listening to Scully around 1962 uh, while vacationing with my parents in Southern California as a kid and continued all through my adult life. His game calls could be electrifying, but his style was graceful. Vin was the old friend who you pulled up a chair to listen to. From spring through the fall, win or lose, season after season, I met him twice, and he was as personable and interested in real life as he was on the air. On his last day in the broadcast booth at Dodger Stadium, Scully stepped away from his post with dignity, and I cried like a baby. Deb? So that's that's a that's a great that's a great uh, the best is coming up. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. I'm trying again. Didn't start it. Got it. Ninety-four. Yeah. Yocheved Kashi, who was Israel's first female paratrooper, died in 2022. So you got re- that right, Ab. Thank you Good very job. much. <laughs> you have no idea how long I practiced that. <laughs> So did retired U.S. Army General John Singlob, who was fired by Jimmy Carter and later implicated in the Iran-Contra arms scandal, British-born U.S. Marine Corps General and Marine Reserve Service Commander R.R. R. Stolkem died at 105, and the last living Marine aviator, World War II flying ace Dean Caswell, passed away at age 100. So That did, was for you, Ab. I appreciate that. Thank you. So did, and, and he was a hero. He was a hero. Uh, so did Bradford Freeman, the last member of Easy Company's Band of Brothers. Richie Boy's leader, Max Lerner, died, uh, who you might have seen recently on 60 Minutes. So did World War II French resistance fighter Jacqueline Richard at 98. We know Fred Ward better, who played Gus Grissom in The Right Stuff, but he also served in the Air Force, and so did Monkey Michael Nesmith and Monkey's creator Bob Raffleson. One of the last Tuskegee Airmen, Charles McGee, died this year at 102. Each served with honor. In the league, in the legal field, noted federal appeals judge Lawrence Silberman died at 2020 in 2022, and so did retired federal judge and special prosecutor Ken Starr while he was still in his prime, as well as Donald Trump's divorce lawyer Jay Goldberg. We came very close to having Ken on the show. Uh, unfortunately, he uh, he took ill uh, shortly after I talked with his wife, and uh, unfortunately, we missed him. The world lost some notable scientists in 2022. Here's a short list of names. Gemini 4 and Apollo 9 astronaut Jim McDivitt, who appeared on this show, died in Tucson just a few months ago. So did astronaut Don Lind, who would have been the Apollo 18 commander. Also, Ethernet developer Don Boggs died at 71. Noted paleontologist Richard Leahy died. And Israeli scientist and inventor of the Shabbat elevator. Look it up. David Bannett. 
the political world here in Arizona lost four notable personalities in 2022. Eight-term U.S. House member Jim Colby, who gave our son his first job in politics. Longtime state mine inspector Joe Hart. And Democrat legislative members Herschella Horton and Carmen Cajero. Also passing was Democrat Secretary of Transportation for both Bill Clinton and George H.W. Bush, Norman Panetta. New Orleans political family uh, leader, political leader, Moon Landro, also crime leader, uh, Moon Landro. Noted Democrat strategist and combative TV commentator, Bob Beckel. Reagan Chief of Staff, Ken Duberstein. Longtime Alaskan member of the U.S. Congress, Don Young. Utah Senator Orrin Hatch, and Star Wars political inventor and Reagan National Security Advisor Robert McFarlane. And quite a notable passing was Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. During this past year, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated in July. Indiana U.S. House Representative Jackie Walorski died after a fatal car accident. Joe Biden thought she was still alive uh, going to the funeral. Uh, Secretary of Defense Ash Carter at age 62. The last Soviet leader, Mikhail Gorbachev at 91. And the Chinese Communist Party leader, Jing Zemin, who started China's rise to a 21st century superpower. Mexican President Luis Echeverria and the 16-year-old Iranian woman, Nika Shakarama, whose murder by the hands of the Mullahs in riots just might bring down Iran's government. Also, Marlon Bundo, also known as Botus. Marlon was the Pence family rabbit. He died at age nine. Who knew? <laughs> On a more serious note, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, whose reign of 70 years and 214 days, the longest of any female monarch in history, she devoted her considerable life to service and led the British Empire into a new era. Another very notable death reported just this morning, retired head of the Roman Catholic Church, noted theologian and thinker, German Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, died after a long illness at the Vatican. He served from 2005 until 2013 and was the first papal leader to resign in over 600 years. As we pointed out earlier, we're adding some new categories to the list this year, horses, who are all great athletes in their own right. So here goes. Two-time Breeders' Cup champion, Da Hoss, age 29. Another Breeders' Cup winner, Alphabet Soup, at age 23. Zippy Clippy, winner, over, winner of over 100 grade one races. Irish Horses, War of Attrition, that's with two R's, and Rock of Gibraltar, both 23 years old. And the racing world celebrated the careers on the 1994 Derby winner, Gopher Jim, and the 1996 winner, Grindstone, who died this past year. Also, Popcorn Delight, who was the horse body double for Seabiscuit in the movie by the same name. And finally, the horse whisperer author, Nicholas Dime, author Nicholas, uh, 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 oh boy, I, I messed up his last name, Nicholas uh, Wilson. And finally, the racing doctor, Charlie Brooks, died this past year, Eb. The list of business people who made their last deal is prestigious. Former Kentucky, Kentucky governor, husband to Phyllis, and, uh, Phyllis George and KFC mogul John Brown, pickle purveyor Bob Vlasic, Swift Boat. You say that five times. Yeah, exactly. Swift Boat ad exec and John Kerry nemesis Rick Reed. That was such a great story. Coca-Cola chair Charles Duncan, French laundry restaurant founder Sam, uh, Sally Schmidt, inventor of the Afro pick Willie Lee Morrow, businesswoman Iva, uh, Ivana Trump, home builder Howard Toll, fashion house Skyon, Nino Cerruti, QVC Innovator Tova Borgnine, Two Buck Chuck winemaker Fred Franzia, Just Do It Innovator Dan Whedon, Plumbing uh, Icon Herb Kohler, HMO Inventor Paul Elwood, 
the man who swallowed ABC Thomas Mur- Murphy, mega family biz, uh, Barker Charles Entman, mega family baker Charles Entman. I love his stuff. And finally, a little-known Tucsonan who was worldwide advertising image of the Marlboro Man, Brad Johnson. Who knew? I know. Mr. Producer, let's go to our first break. You're listening to Inside Track on KVOI, Trusted Local News and Talk. When we return, we'll continue with passings and prognostications. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jamie Kipper and her father, Gary Kipper, from Tucson Iron and Metal. What are they going to see when they come through the gates? So when they come on in, they'll see our building up front. People have free reign to then go out and look in the yard. So it's not a typical scrapyard with a ton of big machinery. We have a couple of forklifts around, but that's about it just to help move material. So when you come in, it's all organized by material, whether it's square tubing, angle iron, roofing. And then there is a pile in the back, which is still organized and easy to get through. But that's stuff that comes over from the scrap. So we're unique in that we get stuff in from the scrap, which a lot of artists and people will like or reuse, whether it's a sink that someone needs for their house. We sell literally anything made of metal. Tucson Iron and Metal Surplus. Call 209-1579. Stop by the yard, 701 East 36th Street. Open Monday through Saturday. Essential Pest Control leaves bugs belly up with science. You mean you don't use a shoe? No, we use the latest in technology and innovation to eliminate bugs, termites, weeds, and more. No spray cans and lighters? None of that. Only solutions that target insect biology, using chemistry to help protect the environment, people, and their pets. Huh. Essential Pest Control leaves bugs belly up. Call 886-3029 or visit EssentialPest.com. This is Ed Wilkinson of Wilkinson Wealth Management reminding you that every good and excellent thing stands moment by moment on the razor's edge of danger and must be fought for, including getting out of debt, building your wealth, and protecting your God-given right. We manage money for gun owners. Let us help you retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me at 777-1911 or wilkinsonwealthmgmt.com. Welcome back to the 2023 Inside Track Passings and Prognostications show. This is your host, Bruce Ash, along with Ed Wilkinson. Call in and let producer Tom know you have a passing you'd like us to mention. Ed continues now with our 2022 list, spotlighting musicians, but he has an addition to share with you as well. Yeah, also dying in Arizona a few months ago, Dave Foreman, Arizona and New Mexico environmentalist, uh, passed away this year. And also, the world will miss musicians like Olivia Newton-John, the killer Jerry Lee Lewis, Mr. Loaf, the performer known as Meatloaf, Rascal's drummer Dino Dinelli, Stax Records founder Jim Stewart, female country icons, the coal miner's daughter Loretta Lynn, and five-time Grammy winner Naomi Judd. Those were such two great singers. Songwriter Dallas Frazier, famous for Elvira, Tell It Like It Is, and Alley Oop in the 50s and 60s. Lollipop songstress. Oop, hang on just a second here. Lollipop uh, songstress Beverly Ross, Swamp Pop star King Louis Bankston, Convoy King, C.W. McCall. That was such an iconic hit as well. <laughs> Teen Throb Robert uh, Rodelli, a.k.a. Bobby Rydell, Mickey Gilly, Chariots of Fire composer Vangelis, <laughs> Yes Drummer Alan Wright, and we included him for our wake-up Tucson buddy, Chris DeSimone. Jim Seals of Seals and Croft. I'd missed that one. I saw them live. They were great. Ronette's lead, Ronnie Spector, the queen of bad girl pop, bad girl rock. Uh, joining our notable musicians is in the still of night, songwriter and five satins performer Fred Paris, Chapel of Love, lead singer Rosa Lee Hawkins, blues guitar star, guitar shorty, at age 87. Kenny Chater from The Union Gap. Country star Mickey Rooney Jr., of all people, who was part of the Willie Nelson band for years. Gary Brooker, Pro Call Harem frontman for their iconic hit, A Whiter Shade of Pale. And the king of oldies but goodies radio man, Art LeBeau, who died at age 97. 
having once broadcasted his show for 120 hours straight when that sort of a thing was a big deal. And finally, lots of rappers have left the world in 22, mostly by violent means. Granddaddy IU, CPO Boss Hog, Snooty Wild, Three Jewel, known as the Queen of Death Row Records, Takeoff, Aaron Carter, Coolio, Hypo, Trouble, and Hurricane G. I didn't know Coolio died. Yes, he did, age 59. Let's continue our 2022 passings list and discuss some of our sports heroes or villains, depending upon your favorite teams. Baseballers, Red Sox pitcher, Denny Doyle. Whiz kid pitcher, Kurt Simmons. Spitballer, Gaylord, pa- Gaylord Perry, the role model for Eddie Harris, the ball doctor in the movie Major League. Jeremy Giambi, unfortunately by his own hand, about a month ago. 60s uh, Yankee star, Ralph Terry. 60s Dodger stars, Tommy Davis and Maury Wills. Old timer, Joe Pignatano. At age 92, Joe was a longtime member of the Dodgers coaching staff. Bruce Souter, who developed the splitter to perfection. And the 22-year-old L.A. City Councilwoman who brought the Dodgers to Los Angeles, Roz Wyman, died at age 93. Ab? And footballers Franco Harris, the man whose immaculate reception will be remembered. Purdue alum, Washington Redskins Hall of Famer and NRA board member Dave Butts, what a nice, you knew nice, him, right? ge- I did, nice gentleman. Absolutely, hands down, a perfect gentleman. Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl winner and longtime TV analyst, Kansas City quarterback Len Dawson, Dallas Cowboys tough guy, halfback, and later coach Dan Reeves, plus Cowboys star fullback Don Perkins, Rayfield Wright, and Ralph Neely, Hall of Famer Ross Browner, Jets wide end Don Maynard, 70 Oakland quarterback the Mad Bomber, Daryl LaMonica, and famed Oakland Raider punter Ray Guy, early Boston Patriots star Gino Capaletti, New York Giants running back Hugh McElhenney. I don't even... McElhenney, yeah. McElhenney. Yeah. Related to the Tabasco family, and who doesn't like Tabasco, Broncos quarterback and wide receiver, the magician Marlon Briscoe, former U of A head coach... Daryl Madura, Mudra, one of college football's greatest inventors, innovators, Mike Leach, legendary Georgia Bulldogs coach, Vince Dooley, Chicago Cardinals star Charlie Trippi, who delivered the only NFL championship for that team ever, Chargers quarterback John Hadle, and from basketball, Celtics legend Bill Russell, Piston star Bob Lanier, and finally two men who are both NBA coaches and players, Gene Shu and Paul Silas. Hey, before we take a break, I, I just want to go back to uh, to Dave Butts because you uh, you went to the same uh, university as him at Purdue, and um, you knew him from uh, the NRA. Um, how did he get involved in NRA and Second Amendment issues? You know, I don't know that. <laughs> Um, all I know is that uh, as long as I've known him, uh, and I've knew him through the NRA, you know, he was always willing to go out and coach people, help them become more proficient uh, shotgun shooters. Uh, when you saw him at the restaurant, and people came up to ask for his autograph. Not only would he let the, give him his autograph, he'd take photos with him. He let them try on his rings. These things were huge, Bruce. You know, they, they're they're almost like bracelets, but. Uh, you know, he let people try him on and made sure he got pictures with them, with those people wearing his rings. Just a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, mentioned just uh, a word about Daryl Mudra. He was a coach here for only two years. He took over from uh, gentleman Jim LaRue, and um, he he sort of BS'd his way uh, getting the U, uh, the U of A into the uh, Sun Bowl against Auburn, where we got pounded pretty hard. And then he went to Florida State, where he was there for, I think, a couple of years before some guy by the name of Bobby Bowden came in and, and took over for him. Daryl didn't understand why he'd been fired, but Bobby Bowden lasted like 30 years and probably won about 400 games in the meantime. Anyway, a good list of, uh, of all these people. Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and take our final break. You're listening to our Inside Track uh, Passings and Prognostication Show on KVOI, Trusted News and Talk. We'll be right back. No flipping. 
I'm proud to welcome my good friends at Tucson Iron and Metal Retail to Inside Track as an advertiser. Jamie Kipper and her staff are conservation experts. They sell round and square steel tubing, metal plate and roofing materials, as well as new and used steel, aluminum, and stainless steel to ranchers, artists, interior designers, roofers, and do-it-yourselfers, just like all the listeners here. Tucson Iron and Metal Retail is open Monday through Fridays, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., and Saturdays, 8 a.m. to noon. Tucson Iron and Steel Retail, 701 East 36th Street. Call 520-209-1576 or go to tucsonironretail.com. And when you do call, mention this ad and receive an additional 10% discount on their already great prices. Essential Pest Control leaves bugs belly up with science. You mean you don't use a shoe? No, we use the latest in technology and innovation to eliminate bugs, termites, weeds, and more. No spray cans and lighters? None of that. Only solutions that target insect biology, using chemistry to help protect the environment, people, and their pets. Huh. Essential Pest Control leaves bugs belly up. Call 886-3029 or visit EssentialPest.com. This is Eb Wilkinson of Wilkinson Wealth Management. Are you letting rising inflation interfere with your ammo budget? Don't do that. Let us show you how to buy the same goods and services 20 years from now as you can today. We manage money for gun owners and we can guide you to retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Call me, Eb Wilkinson, at 777-1911 or WilkinsonWealthMGMT.com. Welcome back to our 2022 Passings and Prognostications show. We continue now from the sports world. From golf, LPGA star Kathy Whitworth and LPGA founder Shirley Spork. She died at 94, and it's amazing that these two died the same year because while Shirley helped found the LPGA, it was really Kathy Whitworth who brought great notoriety to women's golf. 1975 U.S. Open champion and golf course designer Tom Weisskopf two-time Tucson Open winner, Dal Finsterwald, Bob Golby. Now, this is the guy that was the winner of the 68 Masters when Roberto DiVicencio made a scorecard error and was disqualified, making him the champion at the Masters. He never won <laughs> another tournament after that. Uh, NHL Hall of Famers Guy Lafleur and Dave Bossy, international darts champion. Hey, who knew we'd be bringing up darts champions? Tony Brown, British cricketer Ash David, no relation, professional lady wrestlers, Matilda the Hun and Babe the Farmer's Daughter, and finally, in a sport I had some connection to through my father, bodybuilders Lou Degney and Bill Pearl, who were the 1950s and the 1960s version of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And um, you may remember they called them uh, Swords and Sandals movies. These were uh, kind of gladiator movies and biblical uh, uh, movies where, you know, the guys would have their, their chest bare and, you know, sh- shorts of some sort and with swords. Uh, these two men were, were in those movies with lots of others. I met them both when I was a kid. Uh, they were quite impressive. Also dying this year was former Olympian George Young of Casa Grande, who gave me great advice on competition as a young lad. He was 85. And finally, we learned on Thursday, one of the greatest sportsmen of the past century, Brazilian soccer star, uh, lost his battle with uh, colon cancer, and that was Pele, quite a man. Eb? Hey, wrapping up our 2022 passings from the world of entertainment, film stars Yvette Mimiu. Uh, Godfather tough guy Jimmy Kahn, as well as Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos, Tony Sirico, Tom Clancy film and TV serial producer Mace Newfeld, film director Ivan Reitman, film exec Alan Ladd Jr., Jr., paper chase writer John Osborne. Man, I remember the paper chase. That was such a great, great series. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. Spin and Marty uh, star and the soldier who was slapped in Patton, Tim Con- uh, Considine. Wally from Leave It to Beaver, Tony Dow, Body Heat star William Hurt, Belgian Beauty Catherine Spack, actually Catherine Spock, I'm sorry, Godfather star Ray Liotta, American Graffiti Punk Bo Hopkin, Last of the Blacklisted Actors Marsha Hunt at 104, Jennifer Aniston's real-life dad, soap star John Aniston, 
Breathless director, Jean-Luc Goddard. Mindy's dad from Mork and Mindy, Conrad Janis. Manchurian candidate, bad guy, Henry Silva. My mom loved him. Oh, absolutely. He was, he was such a bad dude. <laughs> yeah, she loved the bad boys. <laughs> Last picture show director, Peter uh, Bogdanovich. And Clue... Clue Gulliher. I don't. I don't remember Clue. Clue Gulliher was was uh, who was uh, uh, JC's dad uh, in that movie, and 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 uh, and it was uh, uh, Ellen Burstyn's husband, and he also had a, a recurring role for many many years in The Virginian. I love that guy. Well, I've seen The Virginian. I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. Uh, also, as Sybil Shepherd's father and Ellen Burstyn's husband, the way we were theme composer Marilyn Bergman. Saucy Sally Kellerman from MASH, 104-year-old uh, uh, Namaya Persoff, and finally, the man who came to dinner, Sidney Portier. How did I miss Sidney Portier dying? He died uh, last summer. Wow. Also dying in 2022, multi-talented Robert Morse, who started his career in how to succeed in business without really trying and finished as a madman. David Burney from Bridget Loves Burney. The voice of Charlie Brown, Peter Robbins, he also took his life. Schitt's Creek producer, Ben Fagan, who died way too long, way too young at age 47. Tom, I love saying that because you can't use the dumb uh, button on me. Old-time radio star, Gloria McMillan, uh, who was in My Miss Brooks, and she played the principal's daughter, Harriet Osgood. I remember Johnny that. Fe Johnny Fever from WKRP. Howard Hessman, Roots director, uh, Martin Chomsky. Golden Girl, Estelle Harris, recognizable Aflac duck voice, Aflac. Funny Man, Gilbert Gottfried, comedian Louis Anderson, and Flip from West Side Story, Michael Callan. Eb? Rockford's pal Angel, played by Stuart McGollin, who was also a prolific composer, Cheers star, and Jenny Craig Flack, Kirstie Alley, John Alleywood, Dr. David Anspaugh from ER, dead at 75. Irene Pappas from Zorba the Greek. David Nielsen's wife on Ozzy and, Har on Ozzy and Harriet, as well as real wife and former Playboy playmate June Blair, dead at the age of 90. Comedian guy Bob Saget from Funniest Home Videos. Longtime Sesame Street player Bog McGrath. Corporal LeBeau from Hogan's Heroes and Holocaust survivor Robert Clary. There were a number of uh, veterans and survivors on Hogan's Heroes. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Agent Tom Colby from the original FBI series, played by Robert by William Reynolds, died this year. As did Torin Black, who played Detective Neil Washington on Hill Street Blues. Chris Coover from the Antiques Roadshow has performed his last appraisal. Detective Harvey Poole from Electra Glide in Blue, Mitchell Ryan, dead at 88. Nurse Ratchet, Louis Fletcher, Louise Fletcher, also died at 88. Uh, Michelle Nichols and Laurel Goodwin from Star Trek, both died in 2022. And finally, one of the most popular film and stage and TV stars for over six decades, Angela Lansbury. Bruce? Uh, and by the way, her murder she wrote episodes are probably going to keep her memory alive for viewers probably until 2040 or 2050 or oh, so. Absolutely um, iconic. Yeah, yeah. She she was a great actress, and uh, I need I need, I I hate correcting, but uh, it was Michelle Nichols. It was Nichelle Nichelle uh, Nichols. Nichols. If I wrote if I wrote that wrong, I apologize. Uh, some of our star uh, Star Trek people would go crazy. Uh, if I if I didn't do that, I much. heard Charles yelling at the radio right now, <laughs> saying, "All right, don't do that." Yeah. So so we have so we've gone through our list. Um, it was a pretty notable list uh, from this year. Uh, sad for for all the families and and the fans and followers of, of these folks. Uh, but now that we've completed our remembrances of so many of these uh, noted. Uh, 22 passings. Let's move to the future uh, with our 2023 prognostications. So what we're going to do, we have 30 different areas, and uh, this will be recorded. Uh, mark the tape, Tom. Um, we start with our, our prognostication number one. What will the Dow Jones average be on December 31st, 2023? Uh, 
Eb, I say 30,000. What say you? 36,500. Okay. All right. NASDAQ, um, where will it be on December 31st? 11,735. Okay. So I'm 10,000 on the NASDAQ. Yeah, ten, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm writing these down. 10,000? Yeah. Okay. On the 10-year Treasury, I'm at 4%. Where are you at, Eb? Four and a quarter. All right. We're pretty close there as well. Uh, I say inflation will be at 6.5%, Ed. That's exactly what I have, 6.5%. Yeah. You know, this is going to be a goofy year in in a lot of respects. Uh, So uh, I'm not not seeing, you know, huge, huge variables there. Um, Unemployment. 3.5%. Okay, I'm a little higher than you because I think there will be some some stagnant uh, economic uh, activity, and I'm at 4.5%. So here's so the interesting we, thing about that. Yeah. The unemployment uh, is measured a certain way, but it does not take into account uh, the people that aren't – or the uh, – the workers that aren't there, there's three and a half or four million workers that aren't in the workforce right now that were there before COVID, and yet they're claiming unemployment is down. Yeah, it's look, these these figures, I think, are somewhat manipulated, um, period. And uh, that is one of them. Just um, like recession. Yeah, well, it's just transitory. All recessions <laughs> are transitory. Some last shorter than others. They thought this one would be over by last July. And it probably won't end until July of 24. Um, okay, oil. Now, that's that's a big variable because if China does come back uh, to full production and, and lots of activity, uh, oil, which is now at about uh, 65 bucks a barrel, I'm saying might go up to 100 bucks a barrel. What say you, Ab? Uh, I've got 82.50. Okay. How'd you get to 82.50? Well, I just took a look at where it is right now, and uh, I just added a couple of percentage points to it and went forward from there. Okay, you you know, I I I think it's going to it's it's going to be higher than what it is now. The bottom line. Well, there'll be continuing pressure uh, with uh, reduced capacity here in this country. And where were you at Uh, on oil, Bruce? I forgot to write that down. At one hundred dollars. You might be right. Yeah. Uh, so there's three stocks uh, that we'll use as measures, uh, Tesla, Amazon, and Meta, or Facebook, as um, guys like me still call it. Uh, where say you on all those? Okay, Tesla, 340, up from mm. where it's at. Wow. Amazon, 105. Facebook, 285. Wow. Uh, I'm a little bit <laughs> more pessimistic generally than you. Uh, Tesla at 150. Amazon at 100. I'm concerned that that they've they've really seen a drop in in their activity, and unless they get some some new areas uh, of uh, of uh, revenue, I'm concerned that uh, they can keep up. They, they won't be able to keep up their uh, rise over the past few years. And I've got Facebook at 95, dollars and I I just think it's a it's an outdated uh, platform, and um, I just I don't see much of a future for it in the long run, and changing the name really hasn't changed uh, what they do very much, at least in terms of uh, consumer yeah. uh, acceptance. Tom Tom is asking, what about Apple and what about GM? You know, I didn't I didn't look those up, so I can't say if if uh, you were if you were Tom, want to add uh, your ideas on on those two stocks? Uh, be my guest. What what say you? Tom, what do you think? Tom's shaking his head. No clue. Apple's currently one twenty nine ninety three. Um, I've got to believe that it is going to be higher next year than it is this year. Uh, you know the 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 high uh, was you know in January was one seventy seven. Uh, so I'm going to say one. I'm going to go in at one fifty. I'm going to go in at one ninety on that. I think Apple will be coming back. Okay. And what was the other G? What was and the other GM? And GM, let's see where GM was at. Okay, GM closed at uh, 3364, and that is, uh, where are we at on that? Okay, Uh, back in May, it was 5931. It's got great earnings per share at 609, P.E. ratio of 5.5, and forward-looking dividend ratio of 1.07%. So GM 
3364. Man, I Bruce, I don't see a lot for that right now with uh, everything going on. I'm going to call it 35. Uh, that's exactly where I'm at also. And t- hey, so Tom, the- it's slow down. <laughs> Tom's going crazy. If, if you're not willing to guess, I'm not putting Disney and Boeing into the list. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't have enough information. No, let's that. okay. All right. So T-bone <clears throat> steak per pound. <clears throat> Eb, you eat a lot of meat. I do. I, I just, uh, in fact, I'm doing a beef bourguignon for tonight. The Julia Childs version. It takes several hours to do. Uh, I'm going to say uh, ten dollars and thirty-three cents up from up 15 percent i'm going to say seven bucks a pound wow you're bullish on meat uh how about the you can actually you you can actually you can actually buy uh t-bones they're probably not the best t-bones uh for seven bucks a pound right actually 6.99 a pound right now at fries so uh that that's my benchmark i need to send you you my butcher what about gas where are you at on bitcoin well let's go to gas Oh, I'm sorry. Regular gas. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm Skip at 345. Right I'm at 365. Okay. Again, I think I think it could it could be higher depending upon what oil does, and and you know perhaps uh, I'm a little low um, because if if oil does go to a hundred uh, bucks a barrel, now we're know, looking at five probably, bucks a gallon. Well, it, it certainly would be over five or over four bucks a gallon anyway. So um, yeah, I'm I'm at. Uh, you know, that's where I'm at. What's gas at now in California? <laughs> don't, don't make me get nauseous. I put uh, I put premium in uh, my car on Sunday morning at a Costco, and it was uh, 4.39 a gallon, wow. which is down from like 5.60 uh, over the summer. I was at 3.26 this morning at Sam's Club for premium. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, where's Bitcoin going to be, big boy? Oh boy, I got two guesses. Uh, Twelve thousand five hundred or gone. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a little more optimistic than you because I think Bitcoin maybe <clears throat> maybe the the vehicle that that stays uh, um, uh, uh, relevant. I'm I'm saying they're at about what about seventeen thousand dollars right now. I'm saying that they're going to go up to twenty four thousand. Wow. And and you know it's a total crapshoot. I mean I I I I read a couple things uh, online and you know that's. There, there was. They said it could be anywhere between like ten thousand and thirty-three thousand. So I sort of picked a number in between. Yeah. While while we're doing this, Tom's watching sports. Arizona fifty-nine. Uh, so it's fifty-nine fifty right now. Fifty-nine what? Fifty-nine to fifty. Yeah, we're gonna win this game. Going away. All right. So Super Bowl. Tampa Bay. Eagles. Final four winner. Kentucky. Arizona. So my uh, my well, son-in-law picked Arizona as well. Well, I'm picking it through my heart as I am the World Series champion with Los Angeles. Um, what say you on the World Series? Man, I I don't know. I, I Pick a team. Geez. You can't be any wronger than I'm going to be. Yeah. Um, boy, oh, boy. I'll I'll go with you. You'll go with Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go with you. Okay. All right. So Kentucky for the Final Four. Uh, two of us uh, with the Dodgers in the World Series. U.S. Open Championship. Okay, I'm going to go. This summer. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Scotty Scheffler. You know, I almost went there. I I went with Roy McIlroy. Uh, he's he was playing uh, sharp golf at the end of the season, and I think uh, and he's the number one player today. I think he's got a great chance to to win the U.S. Open. Oscar, best picture, Maverick. Let's say you, Maverick, Top Gun. Yes, I say the Fablemans by Steve uh, Stephen. Uh, uh, um, uh, why am I? You know the both Tom uh, and I are shrugging, going what? The Fablemans. It's a uh, you know Steve. Uh, the guy that did, um, oh, this is embarrassing. We'll leave it up there. I don't want to embarrass myself anymore. The Fablemans. Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, Joe Brandon. <laughs> Come on, you're serious? Come on, look, man. Look at, look at the people that they've given that to before. I say I say it's uh, Vladimir 
uh, Zelensky. Oh, you know what? I think you've got a good uh, chance at that. Yeah. Okay. Now, the next is a Joe Biden question. Who's going to be president December 31st, 2023? God, I hope it's Joe Biden. <laughs> I think you're right. That's that's my uh, pick as well. At the end of next year, who will the Democrat front runner be for the U.S. presidency, uh, the, the Democratic nomination? Gavin Newsom. Me too. Gavin Newsom. Okay. Um, GOP leader at the end of next year. Ron DeSantis. And you and I are both uh, Newsom and, and DeSantis on uh, both of these. Okay. Uh, will, will Donald Trump form a new political party? Yes. I think you're right, unfortunately. I, I think that would be uh, a, a self-centered and very selfish uh, kind of a act. Kind of a part. Ross Perot move. Uh, that is, you know, if you want to, if you want to lose the presidency, that's the way to do it for sure. Um, okay. So the next is, is sort of an esoteric uh, question. How many hurricanes will make landfall on American soil in the upcoming year? There were 18 uh, this, uh, this year. Uh, where say you on hurricanes making landfall? Three. Wow. That's kind of low. Uh, I pick thir- I pick thirteen. Okay. Um, I think eight would be a would be a pretty low number, but three. Right, that's your hey. That's your that's your pick. I'm I'm not gonna. It, not gonna it's a well researched pick. Unlike some of my other guesses. <laughs> well, it's it's all a crapshoot. Okay. Uh, will the Ukraine war be over December thirty first? Yes, by peace agreement. And I'm I agree with you as well. Will there be a nuclear release of weapons somewhere in the world other than for a test by the end of the year 2023? No. I agree with you there, too. Will China try to take Taiwan in 2023? No. I say yes. Um, Okay, well, let me ask you this. If China tries to take Taiwan, will the U.S. intervene? No. No. Wow. Okay. Okay. Will aliens, will aliens from other planets uh, come to be discovered or found uh, anywhere in the world in 2023? Well, your, your thing said, will aliens visit the Earth in 2023? And I said, why not? They're invading the U.S. right now. Uh, but, <laughs> Wrong aliens. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm, I'm a no on that as well. Okay. We got two to go. Uh, we got the three. To, we got three to go. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mayor election in Tucson. Rahina Romero. Uh, will she be returned for a second term? Sadly, yes. And I'm a yes there too. Uh, also, we're at the next to last Tucson murders. Will we have more murders in 2023 than 2022? We were uh, somewhat lower in 2022 than 2021. Where say you, higher or lower than uh, 2022? I say Tucson murders. Sadly, I say yes. I think you're right, higher. And and lastly is uh, Tucson median home prices. Currently, the median home price in Tucson as of November was $350,000. Where do you think that median home price will be in um, 2023 at the end of the year? I say it's down by 7%. Interesting. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick at, at 350. I actually think it might be higher. Um, and I could be way, way off on this. Um, there's not hardly any new homes being built. And I think if there is further in-migration into Tucson, um, as well as in Phoenix, we're going to see uh, continued uh, stability to some degree uh, in, in the home prices. And I actually think that interest rates may have kind of reached, a, a, if, if not the top of the market, uh, certainly pretty close to the top of the market. And I think people are sort of getting used to, uh, you know, perhaps putting down more money uh, and, and in an effort to uh, reduce their their monthly uh, mortgage nut. Well, if they're coming so, from California, they're pretty much paying cash. Well, and in those cases, they they certainly can do that. 
so, you know, I, I'm thinking it's it's going to be that 350 number repeating from from uh, from 2022. So 30 of these uh, prognostications will when we do this show uh, on our last uh, show in uh, 2023, we'll be talking about them. And and Ab, um, you know, I just um, I guess be, before we kind of wrap up, uh, you know, f- for the year. Yeah, we've got uh, four, I just, we've got four minutes left. Yeah, I I just you know I want to I want to thank you. We've been through a lot of changes uh, here uh, during the last year. We have had tons and tons of topics, you know, that we have talked about uh, on the show, and uh, it's it's been a great year. We've had great listener support. Uh, we really have had uh, great guests all through the year uh, that have come on to the show. I'm I'm very pleased that that you're uh, our broadcast partner. And uh, you're the official uh, co-host of this show for as long as you can stand me. Uh, and uh, looking forward to, to another uh, great show. As am I. It's, it's been wonderful. We have had great guests, uh, both in studio and on the phone. Uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, I can't say enough about that. And uh, thank you for being a good partner. Well, I'm I'm okay. I, yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm just okay. Uh, so, but I, I my goal I is wanna, to see where I, I can broadcast from next year. Besides this chair. Well, so we're going to have a couple interruptions. I've got I've got a health thing I have to take care of in uh, uh, in late January. So I'm going to be off for a couple of weeks there, uh, most likely. Um, and, and when we meet again next week, we're going to talk a little about the future direction of the show. Uh, we're going to have some interesting people who are going to start joining us on a regular basis, uh, who are going to kind of set the table for 2023, whether it be the Arizona legislature, whether it be uh, the presidential uh, elections, whether it be national security. Uh, we're, we're fortunate. We've got a lot of folks who really do want to participate with us on the show and and I think we're I think we're headed in the right direction. With that being said, let me ask one more prognostication. What will yep. come from the uh, Kerry Lake challenge if anything? Nothing. I don't think there's a judge anywhere in the world uh, who is going to go out on a limb and um, and and suggest that uh, uh, she won the election. And will we see uh, just, will we see any change in the uh election uh, voting for 2024 being uh, said in 2023? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, it, again, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a Democrat governor, and, you know, who knows? Okay. All right, that's going to do it for us in 2022. Uh, Eb and I, like I said, we thank you for everything that you've done to make this show great. Now it's time to go out and make your last-minute booze run or maybe buy a shrink, shrimp ring for your family's uh, New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, keep your sidearms holstered. Be careful tonight. New Year's is amateur night, as you know. And remember, nothing good ever happens after midnight, especially on New Year's. Eb, close us out here. Yeah, hey, until next year, for Inside Track, this is Eb Wilkinson. And Bruce Ash. Wishing you all a very pleasant good afternoon and a happy new year 2023. We'll see you again in 167 hours.